works. Your body is always trying to tell you something. So listen to your body. The answers aren't outside of you and they're not really in your head either. They are in your body. Your body is the key to everything. Hello and welcome to the Successful, Sensitive and Intuitive Entrepreneur podcast. My name is Lydia Sophia Wilmsen and I am an intuitive success mentor for sensitive entrepreneurs. In this podcast, I speak about the challenges sensitive and intuitive entrepreneurs face. I offer you new perspectives and solutions as well as experiences of other entrepreneurs. Plus, I speak about my personal experience of being a highly sensitive person who has successfully built and scaled two businesses. All of that with the goal to make you and your business even more successful in your very unique and authentic way. Have fun and enjoy! In this episode, I interview Ros Ware, former professional data, being on TV and nowadays intimacy coach helping women and men to create amazing chemistry and intimacy in their relationships. So happy to have you here, Ross. I'm so happy to be here. Like, this is my favorite topic to talk about. I'm one of my favorite people on the planet, so I'm super excited today. Oh, thank you, Ross. And I think <laughs> let's directly get into that topic, like share a little bit with us where you came from, how you ended up in the dating and intimacy coaching industry, like share a little bit from your super interesting life story so far. Well, it's quite a big story, but I'll condense it down for you. But ultimately, I had no idea that I was going to be doing this. Like I was even saying to you only yesterday, if I had like Taking myself back 10 years ago, I would have no idea that I'd be doing this today. But basically, I was a woman who was super numb to all pleasure. I had no excitement in my life. I was literally just like a walking body, like a walking shell. I thought I had my purpose working, yet it didn't excite me. And yet I still kept trying to push, 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 trying to make it work, force, force, force. No. And my relationships, they weren't. I felt, I felt like at the time I should have been grateful for the love that I had, but it just wasn't right for me. I was basically this woman walking around in the shell of a body. I didn't like my body and I felt as well, I, I should be really appreciative of this body because I do have a good body. But when I looked at it, it was so lifeless. It had no radiance in it. It didn't fill me with joy. And I would look at these plus size women and just see these women with such like vivacious characters and glowing skin. And I was like, how can they be, you know, really happy in their bodies? And there's me like just feeling, well, I just had no radiance whatsoever. I mean, I would even look down at my boobs and just be like, there's just two ping pong balls in a bag. <laughs> and just really not appreciate my body for what it was. And that energy I really took into the rest of my life into my business this whole lackluster into my relationships and it just came to a point this must have been about nine ten years ago now where I was just like I need to do something because I, I genuinely feel like I'm gonna die if I don't and not just from like an unhealthy body because I had chronic IBS as well so bloating all the time I was anxious stressed depressed all of those things but I was like I'm gonna die 
because I know this isn't who I am. I'm someone who is naturally vivacious and naturally full of life and has all of this positivity in her. And I don't have that. I don't have that in my work. Like my work is so important to me. I, like, I'm Sagittarian. Like I search for meaning in everything. And my work didn't have that. And I was like, I'm going to die if I don't find this meaning and this pleasure. And started that journey with just letting go of the relationships and things in my life that weren't serving me and immediately because I was so determined going into a relationship that was very exciting for me because that's what I wanted at the time I was like the goal right now is to find excitement I need excitement and I found an exciting new relationship which totally cracked me out of this shell and opened my eyes to it. It literally, it was a a 180, like a complete flip in my life because I was so determined to bring pleasure and excitement back into my life. And I think everything just escalated from there, really. I dabbled in lots of things. Like I did health coaching, business coaching. um, And then it just, dating just fell into my lap. And I think that's the real beauty of pleasure and purpose work is that it's not something that's forced. It's something where you're in a relaxed state and you just let it come in and you receive the guidance, you receive the inspiration and you just let it kind of flow from you rather than just always hammering away. Because that's, I mean, I'm type A. I definitely, I mean, you know me, I'm someone who will force things. If I really want something, I will really make it happen. Yeah. But usually going about it in the wrong way. But dating was this thing that just people started asking me about it. And I was thinking, why am I not doing that? Because that is the thing that gives me so much joy. It's the thing that I do in my spare time that I'm researching about. It it's the thing that takes over my mind because I let it because I love it, you know? So yeah, it's been quite a, an up and down story. It's definitely not been a straight line, um, but that's how I got into dating coaching. Into that topic, yeah. If you want to share, it's because I think it's super, super interesting. Like, can you share a little bit about your, like, what you mean by professional data? Um, what you what you experienced there? Because I think you know what you said. It was a one eighty, and. You know, also with the experiences you went into then. And I think it's a beautiful example of sometimes you have to sh- shake things up and you have to go into the opposite direction. That does not mean that you stay there. Like you're not like you're, you're in a different path now. However, like share a little bit with that, because from that you draw so you drew so much life experience on like what you're using now. And we're going deeper into that whole topic in a in a moment. So if you want, share perhaps some some experiences or some some ideas or something you learned from that time. Yeah, like I, I do believe that um, sometimes following soul is the most important thing. Like if there's only one thing you do, it's tap into your body, relax and listen to what's going on inside, even if it scares the hell out of you. And there was a man that I met um, who... I can't, I don't want to reveal too many details or anything. I don't really like saying too much about the men that I've dated, but there was one man who I met in my life who turned, helped turn me. He activated me like no one else had before. He turned me from this woman who was walking around with this gray aura in men's clothes, 
not feeling like good in her body whatsoever. And along came this man who was so charismatic and exciting. And I was really drawn to him. And he was like taking me down this path that part of me was like, I shouldn't be doing this. Like, this is bad. Like, this is taboo. This isn't right. I shouldn't be doing that. But then the Sagittarian in me was going, Roz, you know you want to do this. You know that it might scare the hell out of you, but you know that there's a side of you, that mischievous side of you that's going, do it, just do it. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. And the excitement fueled me. It was so invigorating and it brought me back to life. Like it brought out this sexual empowerment in me. And I was like, there's Roz. There she is. There she is. And it just, it cracked the shell open and brought me back to life. Even though I knew this isn't how I'm meant to be living the rest of my life. Like I'm not supposed to be doing these controversial things that for the rest of my life, but I know right now in this moment, this is what my soul is desiring of me. And, um, and then because of that, I then had all of this confidence and empowerment and I brought that into the relationships that I had with the next men. And then it also brought out this new confidence in me because I did feel like a professional data. I was like, if I can do that scary thing over there, I can do anything. If I can do that controversial thing, there's not much else that I can't do. And so I decided I was going to take this into professional dating as well. So I was being flown to like Madrid for lunch and having like the most amazing dinners with men. I'd be like flown um, to Spain and we'd go on yachts around the world. It was amazing. And I, I think it's because why that happened was because I felt so good being in my power suit. I felt like I knew what my value was. These men were taking me out on dates, taking me to events and parties and things because I was a woman who knew how to carry herself. She had elegance, she had emotional stability, and she knew how to hold herself. She knew how to carry herself in front of other people. She knew how to be professional. And that was my thing. That's what I led with. I was like, I know why you are hiring. I know why I'm on this date with you because I know how to create chemistry and connection with you and how to have fun and I knew how to do that even with a guy that I had zero sexual attraction to it was a great learning experience for me because I just knew how to work the room Mm. not necessarily work the whole room but I knew how to make people feel good and that made me feel good that's an important point yeah how to make people feel good because I would love to hear a little bit like what is the how so just like some things and I think one was like I knew how to make people feel good so is it tuning Mm. into their energy is it tuning into their emotions because this is by the way super interesting for business as well and we also get into that Mm -hmm. like when you reflect now what was it which made you which gave you those tuning into someone's yeah into someone's energy and their feelings because I mean if I showed up really you know, aggressive or vicarious or really loud and proud when the person in front of me is really softly spoken and graceful, like that's just not appropriate. But ultimately, how I would handle those situations is very simple. Just listen. Mm. People love to be listened to. Mm. If you just look at someone in the eye and you maintain eye contact with them, 
and you take a deep breath, that in itself is expressing to the person, I'm here, I'm listening and I see you. Mm. And that alone makes people feel good because people love to talk about themselves. People love to be listened to, people love to be seen and people love to feel important and recognized. And just by doing that, you open the gateway up for really intense emotion and connection because half the people around that room, especially if you're at an event, are all thinking about how can I make connections? How can I serve myself? What can I get out of this? But if you're the woman or the man in the room who is like, I'm going to pick a few key people in this room to really connect with and actually create a real genuine connection with, that is felt. And the, um, the return on, the, on your investment is way bigger. You'll be remembered more than any other person in that room for being someone who listens and takes on board. And don't be afraid. Like I wasn't afraid to ask questions. Mm. So I'd be around a lot of rich men. And sometimes I wouldn't have a clue what they were talking about. If a lot of people would just be like, yeah, 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 I, I totally get you. I totally get you. But when you're like, oh, that's interesting. Can you tell me a bit more about that? I have never heard of that before. And getting them to talk about their passions is, that's also a really powerful way to connect with someone because you're finding out a lot more about them as well. But you're also being genuine. Mm. You're not one of those people who's like, yeah, I'm smart. I know everything. Because we don't. We all have specialist fields. But I think listening and actually just asking questions is a great way, a very simple way, and it's very obvious, but it's the best way I find to just create genuine connections and easy to remember. Mm. Like, you can't forget that. Yeah, I love that. And for sure, in the coaching industry, this is every, like, like the basic learning for every coach, listening and asking questions, asking yeah. good questions, obviously. Not always. Mm. Um, and let's take this a little bit further into this pleasure area because, yeah, I think like listening, all of that is one thing. And especially like, you know, like dating and also when it, when it comes to business, like that's an amazing key. However, like you can be friend zoned in business and in dating. Like what, what, what is the other key ingredient then that you were still like this like pleasurable woman and this woman which was seen as a woman as an amazing beautiful charismatic woman so yeah you can like let's talk about this a little bit that's a good question I think the first thing that kind of pops into my mind because I think there's probably a thousand things that want to come out after I start talking but the first thing that comes to my mind is when you're in a state of pleasure you're in a soul-based state you're not in ego you're in a soul-based state and to me that's almost like enlightenment right and so when you're in this state of pleasure your perspective completely changes and when you're in a state of enlightenment you're away you're moving away from your pain body you're moving away from scarcity you're moving away from oh I need to get this done so that I can make the money to make that happen and and you're, you're in your pain body basically you're in your ego body but when you're in a state of pleasure and you're in your soul body your pleasure body you're in a state of enlightenment it's like your perspective just widens and it becomes more about helping humanity and the collective You're not so focused on yourself, although you are. You're focused on yourself in the fact that 
you know who you are as a woman and you respect yourself. Like uh, being a woman in feminine radiance is a woman who really is, who prioritizes her internal environment and it and prioritizes pleasure because it feels good, because she respects herself, because she feels worthy, right? So there's this side of it. But also when you are in a state of pleasure, it's also... For me, it shifts my perspective. It widens my horizons and it ha- makes me want to show up and serve humanity. I'm not in scarcity anymore. I'm not trying to create these offers to serve myself. I'm creating these offers because I want to serve humanity. And I think that in itself is magnetic because it's kind of like the, the, the definition of charisma is inspiring devotion. Like for me, I used to think charisma was just someone who was super confident. But no, like think about it. When you're in front of someone who is really charismatic, they have your attention. Yeah. They captivate you. And they're doing that because they're inspiring in something in you. And it's not all about himself or herself, the charismatic person. It's about actually sharing something and improving the state of the room. And so I think when you activate your pleasure body, it's, it's like you reach this state of enlightenment where you do recognize, oh, the meaning of my life is actually to help humanity. And I get to benefit massively from that too. Like me serving humanity does not mean that I get to miss out or that I have to work really hard. But I think that's kind of what, I forget the exact wording of your original question, but I think that's the thing that draws people into you and to your energy is where you are someone who recognizes that you are a woman or a man of radiance and that you prioritize your pleasure because you have self-worth and respect and you recognize that you are someone who delivers incredible value, but also that your perspective has widened because you see that you are here to help humanity and I find that I know when I'm in a state of pleasure or not when I'm focused too much on myself or whether I'm actually doing this because I want to help humanity Mm. you know yeah. So I think, does that answer yeah. your question? Yeah, I think it brings up a beautiful, like, um, or also a beautiful way of seeing it also, like, this friend zone also in relationships or, you know, dating or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, no, both. Um, perfect answer. Yeah, because you focus on yourself, you know. In dating, you focus on yourself. You want the attention of someone else. And that is the opposite of what you just explained. You are in mm. your pleasure body, in your joy, and you want to give, you want to be, you don't only want to give, you just want to be, and you ex- exude that pleasure, and you're doing mm-hmm. it like for the bigger picture, knowing that everything is coming back to you. You don't need anything mm. anymore because knowing through like spreading your pleasure, everything is coming back to you. And that's like probably the difference also in dating if you're being friend zoned, like Yeah, you are holding back yourself because, oh, I'm doing something wrong or in business. You don't, like, Mm. you are not yourself. You're holding yourself back because what will others say? And pleasure means, like, being yourself fully. Like, being, it's a very vulnerable and powerful state at the same time. So I love Mm. that you brought the charisma thing in there and, um, yeah, highlighted that for me. Beautiful. So it kind of, in answer, a a little bit more to your question then, it's usually the motive behind what you're doing that makes all of the difference, basically. Like if you're on a date with someone and you really want to impress them, that motive isn't really going to get you anywhere. But if you're on a date and the motive behind it is, I'm going to have fun. 
I want to get dressed up and I want to feel good in myself. That is highly likely that you are going to create attraction, right? So usually just look at the motive behind what you're doing and that actually will govern the result of what you are manifesting. Yeah. And it's such an easy shift, actually. And we keep forgetting that. Yeah. People keep forgetting yeah. that. Like, what do I need to do? Just be yourself, basically. Mm. <laughs> Focus yeah. on pleasure. So let's mm. talk a little bit about pleasure. Because you said you were like before, like years or decades ago, you were this gray, empty shell, no pleasure, no nothing in yourself. And then you obviously had those experiences and that shifted. Like, what are your recommendations now? Like, from both sides, whatever comes to your mind, on, on from mindset side and also from practical side, or we take it one after the other, when it comes to activating pleasure in your life. Because I know, like, half, no, like, 90 99% of humanity is not living in their pleasure body. And it's actually a taboo mm. question is why, but we don't touch on that today. Mm. Like, how, what are things to, to actually activate that? in your life and, and yeah and it, it's a really like toxic masculine thing right toxic masculinity will tell you pleasure is bad but what you, you're having fun in your business you can't have fun in your business you've got work to do you know and that mindset I think is something that is really like dying now and the sooner that people wake up to that the better because you're going to get left behind I think if you listen to the toxic masculine voice in your head that says you need to work harder stop having all of this fun. You need to get your head down and you need to try harder. Like that's not going to get you anywhere. It's not serving you. Um, but for me, like the, um, the role of pleasure is basically to help you receive. Like when you are in your pleasure body, that's when you are in a state of being able to receive. When we're in our pain body, we say no to it. So it's actually your duty as a businesswoman, as a, a wife, to remain in your pleasure body so that you can receive. Because when you receive, everybody else receives too. When you are a woman in your feminine radiance, guess what? People benefit from that too. Mm. And so pleasure, I, I have so many different things that we can go over now of how you get into your pleasure body. Because, I mean, if you just said to me, just go and have pleasure, it would be like, well, how do I do that? I don't know how to do that. Like if when I was this gray woman, I'd be like, that's alien to me. I don't know how to do that. But pleasure is this thing that's not so much a mental state. For me, pleasure is a thing that I actually can physically move around my body with my hands and I can manipulate. It's a thing that I can touch. It's a thing that I can taste. And it's a thing that I can have control with, with my voice, with my body, via moving my body. Because your body, I'm sure many of your uh, listeners know this already, but your body is the radio receiver and it is also the emitter. And so the better condition this is in, the more clear that frequency and that guidance and the receiving is good, the easier it is going to come to you. And the more easy it is going to be for you to have an output as well. And so the body um, is a, it's a phys pleasure is a physical thing that you can move around with your body. And I mean, you know, I'm a big fan of Qigong and I got you to do some exercises the other day. But even with your hands, you can physically move the energy around your body now. And just doing this, so you might hear wind on my microphone now, but with like whipping your hands up like a, 
you're physically moving the energy and you can already feel now I already feel lighter and you can start to move your hands like around your body and even around your neck where we carry loads of tension even around your face if you want to feel more radiant in your face you can literally feel it it is something you can physically manipulate with your body and using your hands um, and something as well that is super important when it comes to pleasure is to recognize that anxiety is not something that we store in the brain. Anxiety gets stored in the groins. Anxiety gets stored in your womb area. And so that's not something you can necessarily always just think your way out of. And journaling is a godsend. I wouldn't be where I am now if I didn't have a journal. I probably write about 20 pages every single day. But sometimes it's not always something that you can, anxiety is not always something you can think your way out of because it's an experience you have within your body. And so when I'm experiencing pain or resistance or why am I not receiving this? Why is this often not working? Or why does this man make me feel sad? I drop into my body and I drop, and literally that's the, the operative word is that you drop in. You drop into your body and you just see you in your body where are you experiencing this pain and tension and you tap, you just listen to that part of your body and it will have very clear guidance and very, the, the more you practice this, it will have a lot more detail than your mind can actually conjure, I find, personally. And I think that's also a perfect place to start experiencing more pleasure because a lot of the time we are in pain we're supposed to experience pain we're not always supposed to be in, in in our pleasure bodies right and so when you can just like love on the pain that's in your body like even last night I was just laying in my bed just listening to some meditation music and I was just like what am I feeling in my body right now and I was like I feel fear I've got fear in my body and so I just like located where that fear was in my body and I was like you know what I'm gonna love on you fear I'm actually really grateful that I live a life or I'm the kind of woman that puts herself in fearful situations that I'm brave enough to take that on and just really drop into your body and just kind of like love on the fear we don't need to keep like brushing it down because that repression will be is that for me is the failure let your body like see like whether it is pleasure or whether it is pain let your body just kind of play with that energy so you can release it um but one of my I have so many different ways that um I really let my body get into pleasure but I think the number one way to start is especially if you are in a state where you're like I don't know how to have more pleasure in my body you need to get naked you've got to get naked <laughs> you've got to like just because it's a, it's a tough experience looking at yourself completely naked in the mirror. That's scary. But the more you avoid it, the more you are avoiding having that real connection with your body. And so even for me, like breast massage has just been something that has completely changed my life and the relationship with myself. Like thinking about money goals and things is an amazing way to like really stimulate your body and be like, yeah, I can totally, I can... I can execute this goal. Like, of course I can manifest this. Like, and it really like, if you're associating that pleasure with your goals, it's a really great way to get your body on board as well as your mind. Um, hip circles, 
move the hips so you can get the anxiety out of your body. Like it's not something always that you can think your way out of. It's something you're going to need to move your way out of. But also with the feminine body, one of the sort of the, the feminine energetics of the body, we not only ignite pleasure in the body by moving it, we ignite it with the breath. So breath is this life force energy. It's this abundant thing that is around you all of the time. You could literally take a deep inhale and start using that inhale as like um, a metaphor or like you imagining money and all of this abundance and pleasure coming into your life. Like life force energy is all around you. Abundance is all around you at all times. And so bringing the breath into the body is how you wake the body up, is how you fill it with abundance. And another way is your voice. So your voice is how you start to, is you how you, not only how you express yourself, but it's also a key part of manifestation. You know, we have the intuition, we have the desire, we feel it in our body, we experience pleasure, but it's when we actually let it out of our mouth that's like the masculine side of manifestation. Like that's where it starts to come into its fruition. But also for a woman, like especially in the bedroom, we're good to talk about sex today, aren't we? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I would have asked you if you didn't get there yourself. <laughs> but like in the bedroom, like notice how women are very vocal in the bedroom. Like if something feels good, we're like, hmm. Yeah, we, if you both, give yourself permission, if you give yourself yeah, permission, yeah. yeah. But it, it, like, when you are like in your pleasure body, it's a, a very a vocal experience yeah. because your throat yoni. So we have like a, a mm. yoni and a throat yoni. Um, mm. As soon as this starts to open, like this is directly connected to your yoni via the vagus nerve, and so we can actually like you have to say where you. Like where you're pointing because of the podcast, oh okay like so I was pointing throat, to yeah. your throat but there's also a part just under your larynx and if you gently massage just there it's actually a really relaxing experience just rubbing your finger just slowly in circles like around that area it's super relaxing um, and just kind of like if you were doing that to your yoni. Um, but if your throat is directly connected to your yoni and this is by the vagus nerve. And so one thing that you can actually mm -hmm. do to really awaken the pleasure in your body is to use your voice, but imagining your voice is going down this vagus nerve and directly into your yoni. And so we could do a little exercise now if you want to. Yeah, let's do that and explain it so that people yes. understand. Um, so if you just take like a deep inhale into your body and just really feel life force in you, just expanding your body, like, <sighs> and on the next one, when we inhale, I want you to do a, ah, but as you say, ah, I want you to imagine that your voice is traveling down the vagus nerve right into your yoni and just really relax into the pleasure of it. And so deep inhale in. Ah. it's just a very relaxing and calming experience and I can even feel it in my head right now mm. I can feel it kind of like ringing through my arms 
it's a way that I smile (laughs) yeah exactly it's just a way that I've used my voice as well as my yoni to activate pleasure within my whole body and I think because it relaxes you as well this is a very feminine energy like feminine energy is a receiving relaxation vibe and that's how the feminine gets the clarity that she's looking for. That's how the, cl- the, the feminine expresses herself from that state of real relaxation and happiness and pleasure. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, so lots of, so yeah. many things there. Many things, but um, yeah. I'm sure we'll probably go over a few more as we talk for the rest yeah. of the day as well. I like, or what I I really like is, um, you know, because we connect pleasure, or not we, but society connects pleasure with what you said, you know, something bad, something blah, blah, blah. And um, what you, and and people think, you know, you have to start self-pleasuring, which obviously is amazing. So we perhaps can go there as well. Um, However, like to understand pleasure is not only like in the bedroom touching each other or having sex you know like pleasure right. is life force and you can access it through breathing through what you just what you just did you know like con- mm. the connection just doing like ah like that stuff and then um through just imagining things and through um moving your hips moving your body like you know pleasure starts somewhere totally different than what people expect or what people think and I love that you you actually started there because we also think like, you know, we need like fancy stuff now. And no, it starts with breathing. It's so mm-hmm. underrated. It is so underrated. It's not like we breathe every day and we just put this away. It's not important, basically. Mm-hmm. So I love, love, love that. So mm-hmm. if you want to start with inviting pleasure into your life, Start with breathing, start with moving a little bit of dance, just one minute, moving your hands and doing it consciously. Mm. So those are really beautiful tips for people who who are not advanced as perhaps we are or you are specifically with all the work you do, you know. So Mm. wherever you are, you can start now to invite pleasure Mm. into your life. So I love that. And yeah, perhaps... And also, um, I've got another one that I think is a really... kind of based up around what you were just saying but I think a really amazing and beautiful place to start as, as well as being like naked with yourself and really like it's kind of scary right I love that yeah but this idea of like just enjoying relaxation I think mm. because we're entrepreneurs and we're always like doing something we're always on the go we're working towards something it is so important that you relax and for me when I first started meditation I was always trying to stop thinking I need to and it's basically it was a very doing energy mm. in my meditations but when I actually I listened to this meditation probably about a year ago and I just remember her saying and just enjoying the sensation of relaxation and I was like enjoying mm. yes I'm enjoying <laughs> this like enjoyment <laughs> of meditation like it shouldn't be this thing uh, that I feel yeah. like I have to do all of the time and that is the basis, like a very essence of pleasure is doing something because you enjoy it. And it doesn't have to be something that you do because you have to. Because as soon as you start forcing something or forcing yourself to do something because you should be doing it, you're coming out of your feminine energy. So enjoy it. Just do it. Like listen to meditation music just because it's nice to just switch off, shut everyone else out, and just focus on yourself. 
So I think that's an important place to start as well. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Love that. And the getting mm. naked thing, like essential. <laughs> yeah. How can you how can you have intimacy with another mm. person? Chemistry with another person if you can't have this mm. with yourself. Like how should this this doesn't mm. work? So that's a beautiful place to start. And I also think for business and perhaps um, like I would love obviously to talk a little bit more about um, yeah let's first go into into sex um, because you obviously help men and women to not only cre like create intimacy on all levels mm, and I think society teaches a very narrow thing about orgasm um, about um, sex in general like a very like very limited view and um, yeah and perhaps go there a little bit like what are your experiences with clients with all that stuff you have learned so far can you can you share a little some ideas about about a next level of um, sex and physical and emotional intimacy oh, with so literally about other a thousand people. things that just come to my mind um <laughs> but i think the the yoni the pussy is a very taboo place isn't it It's mysterious. Like people don't really know how it works. Like what is going on up there? And I think one of the best gifts that you can give to yourself is to actually educate yourself deeply on what is actually going on there and what are all those zones, yeah. those gateways to pleasure. Like that for me was something that really helped me feel really connected to my body because I became curious. Mm. I was like, oh, so if I do that, so if I, oh, that's why mm. when I'm in doggy style that it actually really hurts when a man mm. like going like, that's why it hurts me. I'm not just being a wimp. No, your cervix is something that needs mm. to be warmed up. The feminine is something that we need yeah. to relax into the pleasure. It's not very often that we're just all of a sudden turned on. Yeah. It might be, you know, we might have been in lockdown for a long time and we're like gagging for it. Um, <laughs> but usually it's something that is quite slow and sensual for us. The yoni is like, I've got high standards. I, I don't just let anyone in. You need to work your magic and prove that you're going to turn me on before I open the gates. Um, And so, oh, so many things. But the, the cervix, for one example, is an area that really does need some graceful attention. But the cervix is like the godfather of orgasms because the clitoris has one nerve ending that's connected to the brain. But the cervix, and I mean, that's still great pleasure, right? Let's not knock the clitoris because the clitoris is brilliant. <laughs> But the cervix has three <laughs> connections to the brain. Like threefold, you get the full body mind explosion. Like if you can spend enough time here at the cervix, so the cervix is I mean, we're explaining this for people on the, for the podcast, but the cervix is literally just that part that is at the bo bottom of the uterus. And so when you go up the canal, it's right there at the back. Yeah. And so this, <laughs> this You're area needs to be, so I'm spinning, for people on the podcast, I'm spinning my finger around in a very small circle. This area needs to be gently awoken And the more time that you can spend awakening her rather than doggy style, smash, 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 
that's just not going to be comfortable or pleasurable for anyone. And the the sweet thing about yeah. women is that we don't want to offend men. We don't want to say, oh, you're doing it wrong. That's not very comfortable for me because we don't want him to think that we're prude or that we're not great in the bedroom or we don't want to hurt his feelings. But I think this is where you can actually educate your man or men if you are watching great (laughs) now you can actually just understand that the woman is like a flower and we need time to open the buds and I think a really important distinction as well when it comes to the bedroom is to recognize that (sighs) the women we experience love through our hearts we don't experience love necessarily straight away through our pussies. It is through our hearts. And so if you're gonna, if you're trying to turn on a woman, you need to start here at the heart physically by massaging the breasts or working on this area first because this is how we open up. For a man, it's very different. A man experienced love through his dick, which is why we could be in a taxi, right? And I could put my hand on his crotch. And he'd be like, yes. <laughs> he'd be like, great. Yeah. <laughs> but if you did that to me, I'd be like, where did that come from? What are you doing? <laughs> or, I mean, maybe, who knows? But in general, um, it wouldn't be so much of a turn on. Like, if a man starts to touch your chest and starts to kiss your neck and awaken you from there, you've got my attention now. But a man experiences love through his dick. And I think this is why um, I haven't spoken about the men's masterclass that I'm doing on the first and the second, but this is why I think it's really important to do this men's class on intimacy because I think purely based on this fact that men experience love through their manhood, not through their heart like us women, I think there's this stigma or where men feel guilty about the sexual desires that they have in a relationship because if a woman... Now, apologies if this triggers anyone. I don't mean it. Um, But I do want you to experience maximum pleasure in the bedroom. If a woman is going down on her man and it's not a, a pleasurable experience for her, it's very difficult for a man to connect to her intimately because that is how he experiences love. And so I think it's beautiful that if a man can recognize that this through the heart is how we experience love. And we also have to recognize as well is that that is how he experiences love. And so if you can change that experience by going down on your man and just having more pleasure and enjoyment in it, and it doesn't matter like if you're not great at it, if you don't know all of the tricks, just purely having the intention of, I love making you happy. I love seeing the pleasure on your face. And you know what? Because you're a man that I deeply trust and respect, that because you're a man who has all of this, maybe it's ambition or maybe it's compassion. I love being there and taking in your essence. I love taking in your masculinity. And I think when you can kind of, when you're enjoying it more, he is going to feel that because he feels love directly through his cock, right? And so I think it's, I think it's important for men to recognize that it's okay that if your woman doesn't have that enjoyment and pleasure whilst going down on you and you don't feel it makes it stops you feeling really connected to her that's okay because that's how you experience pleasure 
And you can either tell your woman like that that is something that's really important to you or guess what? There gets to be way more pleasure out there for you. So, you know, I think it's a very important topic because I think there are lots of the, the toxic masculinity is a big topic at the moment, but I think we need to brush up on what is actually toxic. So many people, I don't know about you, but I'm seeing all these people talking about porn, stop watching porn. But I think with the stop watching porn message also comes this, oh, am I wrong then to have dark desires? Am I wrong that I have all of these like dirty things that are going on in my mind? No, it's beautiful. In fact, it's an important part of chemistry for me to have a man who does have that darkness. And like going back to the beginning of my story and with all the taboo-ness, that's actually something that awakened me and brought me back to life. So I think it's a very important subject when it comes to intimacy, embracing the wholeness of the the pleasure and the the darkness of it too. And perhaps also like what is darkness? We could go into something totally like huge other topic. I think just sexual, like having a strong sexual desire, like that this is like what men have, uh, men have, and this is like, ooh, you, you know, like the woman is not enjoying that. And that, like, just this, like, gosh, there is so much to say. Like, I would say if women, like to just acknowledge the difference, how we experience things, and just with knowing that and being able to integrate that, it is becoming a totally different experience. And um, then there is no need anymore to feel bad about having sexual desires, whatever they are as a man, you know, because you know, like this is life force and this is amazing. And actually then it's the the work of the women to do, to work on their own pleasure and actually understanding how, yeah, what you just said, like, what do I want? I don't want like quick bam, bam or something. I need to be awakened. I need to ask for that. You know, it's not, I can't just lie around and wait for the things to happen. And I have to work on myself. Like that means I have to know myself better in order to be able to teach someone. So have you ever pleasured yourself? Like, do you know how you look from the inside? Do you know how you work from the inside? All that stuff, you know, it's not your man's job to do that to you when you have no idea. So I think it is like men owning their own sexuality and knowing that we women crave that, by the way, and women doing the work on, them, on themselves, figuring out what means pleasure for me. And then those both coming together It's like, you know, it's like limitless pleasure and It's a magical combat. And it's basically just better <sighs> communication, right? Yeah. This is what turns me on. Babe, I love yeah. this. This is what I need. And a man, the masculine loves direction, right? He loves, he's actively, like even when it comes to like present buying and things, you know, he's all, if he's really into you, he is going to be looking out for things that really turn you on whether that's, I don't know, a dress, um, a particular food or a blanket, whatever the thing may be. He's looking out for things to buy you, to make you happy. And so it's exactly the same in the bedroom. Like he wants to know how to turn you on. He wants to be that man, in the, the God in the next room. Like if you're hearing you two having the most amazing pleasure, like he wants to be that God. And so I think communication is something that is super important tell him it doesn't have to be um I mean we refrain from telling men when something isn't pleasing us because we don't want to hurt their feelings but this leads to so much so many women like 
I've even done it myself, just faking it just to be like, you know what, I'm, I'm done here. Um, but better communication is actually a very sexual thing. Like dirty talk is mm. <laughs> so good. Dirty talk can mm. like make or break your sexual connection. And um, the basically all you need to know with dirty talk is what would my pussy say? Like not what would my mind mm. say, but what would what would yeah. she really into your body right now? Yeah. And then ask yeah. yourself the same thing. Like, what would my dick say right now? What would the receiver of love into my manhood right now, <laughs> what would he say to her? And let that be your dirty talk. Not like trying to, oh, I heard in the movies, like um, that get on your knees <laughs> works or whatever. It might be what <laughs> your manhood is saying. Who knows? But the real dirty talk that actually really helps you to create real genuine connection is where you actually start thinking from your genitals not your head Hmm. yeah and I think what you said before like if you don't enjoy something there are always like you know because I think when it comes to sex many people or many women especially don't enjoy some things and there is a lot of trauma what you also said before stored in the body however this is not going away through repressing it or not working on it so I know from many sex workers, like, you know, sex healers and that stuff, and you probably know that as well, like, you can release that in those parts. Like, for many people in the beginning, a cervical yeah. orgasm or, like, that area is painful. Like, I couldn't say that so much for myself. However, I've heard this very often. Yes. And this is because there is a lot of, yeah, you say that, pain stored there and trauma. And this is where gentleness is needed. You know, you don't like, bam, push this out. No, this is like mm -hmm. through awakening and releasing that. And also sex can be like a, you know, mm. a lot of crying stuff like that can happen. So if something doesn't turn you on or also what you said about like going down on someone, oh, yeah, we are like totally in the, <laughs> in the talk now and you hate that or, you know, there, you, you also mentioned this last time you have like a kind of, um, Or get some some spot in the back of your throat, which is connected, which can bring your orgasms. Mm -hmm. So even there, stuff can be stored, you know, uh, and, and release yeah, it through talking, releasing yeah. that, and it, then it might actually bring you pleasure mm. to do that. Mm. But there is a process to it. Mm. So it's not oh, it doesn't work. I will never like that. No, mm. it might be that there is some traumatic stuff stored there for you to heal and to release. Exactly. And I, I think, again, it kind of goes back again to the beginning of my story where I was doing the scary thing with meeting this man with the, the taboo antics. Um, I think it's sometimes all you need is just a willingness to explore. Like I'm willing to explore this sexually with this man who kind of scares me, makes me nervous because I feel like I'm punching above my weight. Like maybe he's not like maybe I'm Am I good enough or whatever? No, get it out of your head and just be willing to explore and just see what happens. And I think something for me that ha happens quite a lot um, in sex, but also the same thing happens when I'm in using my breath, well, when I'm doing breath work, um, is that there's this thing called tetany that happens where you're, you're, the muscles in your face and your body just seize up. And so sometimes if I'm in a breath work, <laughs> finishing my breath out my face is stuck like this <laughs> because I I'm, I don't know what all the time what I release but there's something physical coming out of my body and my face is just stuck 
Um, but this has also happened in sex as well, where I've really just let myself go and I've let a man, I, I've surrendered to him. I've surrendered my body over to him, surrender myself to receiving even more pleasure in my body. And I, well, the first time it happened, I had to take myself up to the bathroom because I was like, something's going wrong. <laughs> like, what is this? It was in my face. And I was like, I, I, something's going wrong. <laughs> I didn't understand what was happening. I thought, because I also have hypotension, so I have quite low blood pressure sometimes, I thought, oh my God, I just need to go and lie down in the bathroom and just hide away because I'm too embarrassed right now. My face looks weird. (laughs) Um, But as I started doing breath work, I realized, oh, this is my body's way of releasing tension. Um, And it makes sense, right? Because when you're having sex with someone, you're breathing, you're using a lot of the, your breath. And so for me, breath work is one of the key ways of where I've actually released a lot of that tension and allowed space for more radiance to come into my body. And so sometimes you don't always need to know exactly what that tension is, although it helps to have a partner where you can actually have those conversations. And don't be afraid to have those conversations. Like you can just say, and I've said this regularly, if you're scared about going down on him, you can just say, oh, I feel a bit nervous today. I don't know why. And then you'll be like, why are you so nervous? And I don't know. I think it's because blah, 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 blah. And it can actually be a way that you really connect. And if you tell him what the reason is, then he is going, the masculine wants to problem solve. So he can be like, well, if it's because of the environment that we're in or you're not comfortable, then let's go in another room and make it better for you. You, know, you see, like, I think sometimes just speaking out where your nervousness is with, is with mm. someone can really create amazing connection. Or if yeah, you and just it opens say, that again. Huh? And it opens that again, yeah, if you talk. Yeah, and exactly. Speak it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I interrupted you. <laughs> I've forgotten my train of <laughs> thought. just my thought. <laughs> mm. However, I feel think what I would love to um, hear obviously the masterclass you're doing and I think we've spoken a lot about and perhaps um, also some last thoughts because we could keep on talking for hours on um, on the connection to business you know like we spoke about sex about like how you can can change that how you can drop into pleasure um, do you see any yeah any parallels mm. to business well I think For me, looking at what, sorry to go back to relationships again, but this is how I kind of transferred that. Like for me, because relationships and love and sex and chemistry is my passion. If that's what something, what your passion is and something that's really working for you, use that model and put it in somewhere else. And so for me, the masculine and feminine role, Um, the feminine's role for me in a relationship is to be in a state of surrender. Like for me, there is nothing that feels better than when I am relaxed, when I am in a state of receiving, like in my chaise long, feed me grapes. Yes, please. (laughs) Bring the things to me. The feminine role, right? Yeah, the feminine role. So the feminine's role in a relationship is to be in a surrendered state where she can freely open and express her heart. That's our job. We have to express ourselves and we have to surrender ourselves and surrender the control over to the masculine. And let's not forget, 
you also have masculine energy in you. So it's not just exclusive to you as a feminine woman. Um, But the masculine's role is to then provide a safe space for the feminine with no judgments to be able to express herself. Like a man's role for me is to be able to provide that non-judgmental environment to appreciate me for who I am. Um, but let's also not forget, like I have masculine energy in me as well. So I can share my appreciation of his, like, um, of him as well in that way. So it is twofold. It's not just him showering me with love. Um, so I was like, well, how then can I like put this into my business? Um, knowing what these roles are, because I love that surrendered state of, of where I really feel um, super relaxed but when I'm relaxed in that state it's also very easy for me to get ideas for creativity for me to really tap into my higher self it helps me get unbelievably clear guidance but it also makes me feel strong confident in myself because I also believe the feminine's another role of the feminine is to have a clear vision and clarity around that so when I'm in a relaxed state I get that clarity so I do this with things like yin yoga. For me, I'm double jointed as well. So for me, really relaxing my body, like yin yoga, if you've never heard of it before, is a very slow, relaxing yoga. And sometimes I can do it for an hour and a half and my body is in just such a pure state of pleasure. Um, so there'll be practices and things that I do where I first start to get my body into that real relaxed state. And I can go into meditation. So then divine masculine could come in and say, I think you need to check in with divine feminine right now because I think she needs a bit more emotional fulfillment before you can move forward. Because for me, a lot in my business, I was always giving, giving, giving and thinking that that was how I was going to receive. But if you're giving from an empty cup, it is very hard to receive because you are not in your pleasure body. So, ah. So for me, I need to check in with Divine Feminine and say, what is it that's going to really fulfill you today? What is the most powerful thing that you could do for your self-expression right now? What is the thing that you want to communicate to the world? And it would feel so fucking good right now, Divine Feminine. Like, what is it that you really need? And what do you need in your body? Do you need a bit of pampering today? Do you need to go for a run? Do you need to really exert yourself with some ferocious exercise? Or what is it that you need? And just really check in with her. Make sure that her cup is overflowing first. Because the feminine, I mean, you've ha- we've had this example in relationships so much where the woman in a relationship is so depleted where she says to the man, I give and I give and I give and I give to you, but I don't get anything back. Like, what is this? Like, I'm giving to you all the time. But the feminine is a receiving energy, right? There is a certain point where we hit burnout. And amazingly, if the, the, the masculine is in real alignment with himself, he can keep on giving and giving and giving and giving and giving. He doesn't hit burnout. He can keep going. But we can't. Feminine energy can't. Not saying we as we women, but that feminine energy can't. Feminine energy has to give from an overflowing cup state. That's how we really give to the masculine. That's how we really give to the world. And so in my business, it's really checking in with divine feminine. What is it that you need to be fulfilled? 
How can you, what's the most powerful way that you can really express yourself today that would feel really good? What are the creative ideas and things that you have on your heart that would feel so good to put out into the world? Like, what is that fullness? And what do I need to be nourished, like, personally? And then just checking in with Divine Masculine and asking, like, okay, Divine Masculine, this is the plan. This is what I want to do. This is what's on my heart and my soul today. How can you support that? What structures can you put in that are really going to help me? Like, I don't want structures that everybody else uses. I want a structure that's going to help support me in my feminine radiance because that is my priority. My business is based on pleasure and feminine radiance. How can you supply structures that really help support me in that? And check in with him and ask him what is it that he wants to do to support that? Because I think when you really are in touch with divine masculine, the advice that he have is very clear. It's straight to the point. You're not sitting there thinking. Like when you are really tapped into divine masculine, he's like, right, this is what you need. And you need to take a break. I want you to shut the laptop right now and walk away. You need to go and have some fun. Like he's very and in with the like straight to the point. And so for me, I think that has been fundamental in my business is really working with those two energies. Um, of this pleasure state, as well as this is the structure that I need to make this happen to be able to scale this. So, yeah, I think that's been the fundamental piece basis of my business. Oh, I love that. And um, if you need some uh, some relaxation time, just listen to Ross because you basically put me in a trance, like, oh, just listening. <laughs> I love that. What a compliment. <sighs> Um, yeah, so super lovely and super on point how you explained that. And um, by the way, I just wanted to say, because you said, yeah, obviously that's feminine and masculine energy. And I know like I, from the gay community, um, all of that stuff can, is applicable, applicable to you as well. Like it might be a little, little bit different in the bedroom. However, all of that stuff is valuable for everyone, whatever sexual orientation you have. Just wanted to add that for my audience. And I would love to hear more about your masterclass now because it will be done once this goes live, this podcast. However, there is the replay available for all the amazing men out there and obviously women who want like next level pleasure from your men. <laughs> Just invite your men to watch um, to watch um, the, the masterclass from Russ. So please tell us more. What is it about? For whom is it? What is it? It is for amazing men who want to be the master, not only of the bedroom, but of intimacy itself. Like overall, there'll be, it's a two-part masterclass where we'll be going over the energetic side of it because sex and intimacy is a very emotional thing for a woman and you need to know how to navigate your way through those emotions. And also that first part is about you really stepping into the king energy that you being in real alignment with yourself in real masculinity. Um, and the second part is about the, the sexual techniques that we're going to be like going through in the bedroom. So it's going to be quite graphic, <laughs> but you'll also be learning about like the three pleasure gateways. So the clitoris, the G spot, the cervix, and it's really doesn't have to be that complicated. But having a knowledge and understanding of how you really turn on those gateways is going to send your woman into full body explosion pleasure. 
but you'll also be understanding as well the the energetics of the feminine anatomy and how we receive pleasure and how the pleasure moves around our body like these are things I think men really need to be aware of now is this whole energetic side of it um so it's going to be amazing I'm going to teach you how to turn on your woman from the inside out but not just in the bedroom but just in conversation as well being able to show up as the leader in your relationships because that's what we want as women we want to be able to surrender to a man we want to be able to hand over the control to you and that is you in your power seat men are natural leaders men are natural hunters men love challenge masculine energy loves the challenge it loves uncertainty it loves like almost like trying to prove itself and so but that's what we also want from you too we want to lean back and hand over the control to you we want to be with a man that we really trust and that comes from that trust comes from your energy of you really showing us that you are a man to be trusted because you know x y and z all of the things that we're going over in the masterclass so I'm really intending on blowing your goddamn mind <laughs> with all of these perspective shifts because I think when it comes to intimacy, we've got a lot of it wrong. And I think a lot of that wrongness has come from shame, you know, whether it's shame of the yoni or shame of dark desire, shame of pleasure, um, shame of, or like toxic masculinity, like, um, you know, just the whole, you need to try harder, you need to do better, that kind of thing, like that sort of energy, it messes with our pleasure body. And so I'm super excited to be able to host a testosterone-fueled masterclass on the first and second. But like Ludia said, I think this is going to be after, uh, of August, sorry. But like Ludia said, this is going to, this podcast is going to go out after that. So there will be access to the replay where we'll also be doing the early bird pricing. Um, for the replay link as well, especially for uh, Ludia's listeners. Um, so there'll be a nice little discount as well, but it'll be a two-part masterclass where you'll get the recording from. Um, and it's going to blow your goddamn mind. <laughs> You're going to feel like more of a man than ever before, I guarantee it. <laughs> and I think that women also were super interested in that. And I mm. think like correct me that the replay not the the live recording but the replay would be available for women who want to like learn more about that stuff because there are so many women who never ever had an mm -hmm. orgasm there are so many women who like have clitoral orgasms but have no idea mm -hmm. beyond so if you are interested in that topic like Ross is an amazing teacher Ross is an amazing woman who knows that stuff inside and out I can super like recommend you to um, to get that masterclass for you as a woman as well if you want to learn more about yourself and about that energy stuff and all of that and obviously <laughs> it's a recording with amazing men in there like you won't see them but the <laughs> energy will be in there so <laughs> get that I'm excited getting excited just thinking about it yeah. now like oh. <sighs> <sighs> Yeah, I think that was amazing. That was actually a very long interview. Ross, please, like, thank you so much. And please share perhaps some last thoughts, like one last mm -hmm. advice or whatever it is on your soul, on last your heart. Last thoughts. Your body holds all of the answers. The, your mind doesn't necessarily hold all of the answers. The answers aren't outside of you. Your body holds all of the answers. And, like, it's even if I'm working with a client one-on-one, -on -one, 
we're responding all the time to her body. Like if you want the fastest transformation, listen to what your body is telling you because it will guide you. Um, and so even in the shower, like have a pleasurable experience with yourself, like really nourish yourself in that environment. Like water is a very cleansing thing. Look at your body, listen to it. Like even my spot that I have on this cheek, the placements of spots like on your face tell you something about your body. Like your body is always trying to communicate with you. And I think, especially when it comes to your genitals, whether you're male or female, in the shower, check it out. What's going on down there? Like, is it like beautiful and pink and thriving and gorgeous and healthy? Or is it a little bit purple? <laughs> is it like discolored? Does it look sad? Because your body is telling you whether you are in your pleasure body or your pain body. So tap into it. Do you have a pain in your arm? Look up what it means spiritually online. What does that mean? Does that mean I'm having trouble receiving right now? Your body is always trying to tell you something. So listen to your body. The answers aren't outside of you and they're not really in your head either. They are in your body. Your body is the key to everything. Thank you. Beautiful. Ross, thank you, thank you, thank you for your wonderful time. Thank you for having me. And thank you for having me. I love spending time with <laughs> And perhaps media. I have to bring you back because we could keep on talking for hours. Oh my goodness. Perhaps there will be an episode number two with Ross Ware, intimacy coach. And I will put the links to the masterclass and also to um, Ross Connections into the show notes. So easy for you to get take um take her up on that amazing offer thank you thank you for your time it was amazing thank you for having me i've loved it <laughs> until next time bye